0: Joining me on the phone now is Paul Smith. Are you there, Paul Smith? Yes, yes I am. Thank you very much for your time this morning, Paul. How are you?
1: I'm pretty good, thank you.
0: Uh, You must be busy in the final stages of getting ready for the Summer Lights event which is taking place next week.
1: We are. We've got a really awesome team of both artists, production crew, volunteers, down at a really old interesting historic building on the waterfront that's in a really original state like the dust you wouldn't believe the dust the layers um but also it's it's just a very cool building to work in and so yeah we're building this big installation of giant lanterns we're working with uh, projection artists sound artists um performers dancers and it's going to be pretty interesting
0: so what is, the, what is the event celebrating? It's called uh, Summer Lights. It's put on by the same trust that runs the Midwinter Carnival.
1: Yep. So essentially the trust was set up um, to celebrate the seasons in a way that is relevant to our local environment, our local people. Um, and in this day and age, you see a lot of um you know, uh, media-driven and commercial um, celebrations that are really divorced from the right time of year. We celebrate, um, you know, spring-type things in autumn. We celebrate autumn things in spring, you know, fertility and and when things are dying, and the opposite. And it's it's largely a result of that globalised sort of media communications and, and culture we have, so we're trying to bring back um, celebrations that are relevant for us, and we started by doing the Midwinter Carnival, which was turning something, you know, the crappy cold sort of winter we can get, into something really positive
0: Yeah, a wonderful, uh, bright celebration It's great.
1: Yeah, yeah, so this is like an extension of, of that and we, this, earlier this year we did Autumn Lights, which was in the middle of town in the Athenaeum, and we had about 9,000 people come. Yeah, in that there. was a huge turnout um yeah and that worked really well and and we we have done our summer lights before and um this one's just a little bit later than with the one we did in 2015 um, and each one's in a different place at a different building and it's, so it's quite site specific And there's there's different um, lanterns, different, um, you know, artists involved. Um, So we're working with some of the same artists that we've worked with on the Midwinter Carnival who have built some really amazing lanterns, Um, local artists like Katrina Thompson, Philippa Krofsky and others. And and that team is led by an artist artist uh, our artistic director Hannah Johnston but we're also bringing new things to this and we're work- one of the things that we're doing is working with Erica Skellers who was also known as Lady Laserlight.
0: I really enjoy her work.
1: Yeah she does some really cool stuff and in- including really cool projection mapping um, of objects with multiple projectors and so we, what we do is we go in and we black out a whole building and create these installations of light. And so bringing the projection to that's really cool, but also bringing the performers to it and, uh, is really important to help bring it to life. And so we work really closely with, um, Brophy Aerial School. Um, so this is an aerial school, um, that's been going for quite a few years, for about five to seven years now in Dunedin. And they've worked with us on a few events. And they've just got an amazing, talented bunch of of dancers who do the aerial stuff, but also ground-based sort of performance. So that will be sort of mixed in as well.
0: Wow, so it's uh, it sounds like you've got a really interesting mix of both art, music, uh, and movement.
1: Yeah, well, in the music front, we, we work with a local artist, Kerian Varane, who has his own sort of ensemble called um, Chamber Vulgaris. So he's well known in the sort of experimental music community. Mm. Um, he's he's a composer and so he's created a specific soundtrack for this event. Um, but one of the things that we haven't really let anyone know about yet is we are having a, a some a couple of special guests um, appearances by local musician and artist Alistair Galbraith. Oh wow! And that's going to be happening on the Friday and Saturday next week. So that that'll be in the evening. So there's there's kind of two sort of sessions each day. Like we we're doing this at one to four and and six to nine. And um, yeah, we're hopeful that you know people will come out, families. It's a real all-age. Thing. And it's it's pretty cheap to get into. And at the e- end of the day, we're kind of fundraising to try and get a more permanent um, display for these lanterns. Um, so that's kind of the end goal that right. we're trying to work to.
0: Yeah, because uh, they, they're amazing, uh, but also they must take up a lot of space.
1: They do, and we've spent a lot of money this year hiring a warehouse for the first time. Like, normally we just... Um, You know, squat in some building, and we've been squatting in a whole variety of buildings. In fact, this building that we're going to, which is commonly known as the Go-Kart Building, um, (laughs) its official name is the Lone and Mercantile. Yeah, I've
0: never never heard it called that. I've only ever heard it uh, called the Go-Kart.
1: Well, that's (laughs) right. So I put both on the poster so people might (laughs) recognize it, but it was an old sort of grain store and you know it's still got a dirt track running right through the middle of it where horses and carts could go right through the middle of the building and unload the grain old conveyor belts that's still there that sort of wooden ones go up to the floors and so yeah the space we're working with is sort of the middle layer they're actually building apartments on the top floor so we're working in the middle which is just all open and pillars everywhere and we've used that to create a whole lot of different spaces so it's going to be a little bit of a maze for people to walk through and discover some really cool things
0: that sounds really exciting uh so it is running next week from the 22nd to the 26th yes it is Uh, and you said there are two two sessions one from uh sort of an afternoon one to four and then an evening one as well
1: yeah, six to nine. That's right. Okay, great. Uh, what does it cost? So it's f- it's five dollars for children, ten dollars for adults, and um, yeah, it's it's there's if pos available, and people can just people, you, there's no bookings. People just have to go down there, and and there'll be a steady stream of people going through. So even if there's a line, it doesn't matter because it, it moves quite quickly. So um so yeah, we we're, we're um, expecting there to be a, a good turnout, but you know um hopefully hopefully people get on board and, and and uh come and have a look.
0: Yeah, that sounds great. So that is uh remind me the address of the building.
1: Oh, it's the official address is 31 Thomas Burns Street. So it's it's on the corner of Friar and Thomas Burns and Thomas Burns is the one that goes past the skate park. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's just and and it's just sort of before the overbridge, basically.
0: Okay, cool. Well, that sounds really exciting.
1: Yeah, no, no, well, it's it is really cool, and it's it's amazing to see it come together over the last week. You know, where it's still being built right now, but it will be ready next week.
0: That's awesome. Uh, well, thank you very much for your time this morning, Paul. It was nice to chat to you.
1: Thank you. All the best.
0: Thanks, Paul. Uh, so that was Paul Smith, who, as you just heard, is uh, the chairperson for the Summer Lights event that is taking place at the Loans and Mercantile Building at Thomas Byrne Street from this coming Tuesday to the Saturday from January 22 to 26. Uh, you're listening to Radio One 191 FM. This-